Welcome back to The Conservatine. I am very excited to have Mike Bird uh, joining me on the show today. Uh, Mike is running for the state GOP chair here in Utah. Uh, and so I want to thank Mike for taking the time to sit down and talk with me. Yeah, thanks, Chase. Love, yeah. Uh, love being here. Uh, my first question for you is just, if you mind, just telling us a little bit about who you are and ultimately why you're a Republican, why you're a conservative. Yeah, I, I mean, great question. I, I was on, uh, I was on uh, Paula ticket with uh, Senator John Johnson just the other day. Yes, same question. And I, I look back at it and I'm like, you know, I, I like to consider myself a lifelong Republican. Um, obviously, I registered at 18 as as you could, um, but I, I grew up in a very conservative family. Uh, loved uh, loved being taught the principles that I think are are much uh, much needed in in our world today to to help kind of guide us to, around our platform and and things that we should focus on to have a better a better life. So I, I've always been a Republican. Grateful for the the opportunity I've had being involved in the party. It's been thinking about it now since 2010. First got involved as a as a county delegate and have been really hooked ever since on the grassroots. So I always am a grassroots product of our Utah system, so. Nice, that's awesome. Uh, thank yeah. you for answering that. Um, now, my next question I wanna ask you is, ultimately, what made you decide to run for chair? Because you served as uh, as the treasurer for, what, four years now? Yeah, four yeah. years. I, I, I definitely have a lot more reason not to run <laughs> than to run. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it can be tough and it can be grueling and it can be thankless. Um, but at the end of the day, I I have volunteered for the party for the last 12 years because I care about it. Um, I've definitely seen a lot of our party erode over the years. Um, I've seen a lot of our freedoms slowly um, and uh, meticulously disappear uh, through the lack of involvement that, that people have. And so, right. you know, being with the party, it's helped me at least on the financial side, it's really helped me understand like as a business, how are we doing? Are we doing well? Are we relevant? Are we making a change? Are we, are we, uh, are we effectively, you know, electing people and, and supporting candidates? And so as I've served in this role, I've seen a lot of good. I've seen a lot of areas we've struggled. And uh, I think that's only made me want to serve that much more so I can make a difference in those areas that we're, we're lacking in. So it, it was kind of a, I say this more of a natural transition, knowing that, you know, the, the money is a, a very big, important thing of the success of our party and uh, being able to develop relationships and and knowledge of, of where we need to focus on is, is really driven me to say, Hey, 2024, it's going to be a huge election and we need to hit the ground running. And I felt like I had that, the ability, the the desire and, uh, and the knowledge to do that. Right. So now that you've answered that question, I want to ask you, what is your vision for the party? If, if you get elected, what's your vision? Yeah. I mean, I've been very consistent with, with talking to the delegates I've been talking to. Um, and I really see, you know, in order to really define a vision, we have to, we have to really define what we're lacking and and what we we need to focus on, and it's clear that our party is is struggling in areas of growth. We're we're not growing. 
Um, our state is growing. Um, and actually, all the other parties in our state are growing, except for our party. <laughs> so when I look at that, I kind of go, okay, where have we lacked focus on on our membership? Is Are we losing people? Are we just not attracting them? There's a lot of areas to answer that question, right? Our young generation in right. Utah is just disengaging your you know, you're a, you're a minority, you know, doing right. what you're doing right now, Chase. And the question is, is what are we doing as a party to grow? So when I look at our vision, I go, we need to be relevant. We need as a, as an organization, we exist to grow. We exist to train and educate. We exist to recruit and we exist to win elections and support our candidates and, and our elected officials. And so my vision is saying, let's take a step back and go, are we actually doing those things? Um, right. It's really easy. And I say this not to to diss any of the people I've served with, but it's very easy for Republican leaders in the party to take credit for outcomes. The question right. really is, did we really make a difference in that? And were we actually a big reason as, as to why these outcomes happened? Um, and more candidates and legislators will tell you, you know, if you ask them, well, what did the party do for you? And I had a chance to work close with our candidates and there was very little that we could do for them to support them. Yeah. And so my vision is really looking at us as a business and internally restructuring our focuses and our attention and our resources to the things that actually will make us viable and make us successful. So I really want to focus on a robust internal organization that could help candidates with data that could help candidates with with not just mailers but but helping them with marketing and developing and, and graphic design and most importantly i want to really focus on getting our volunteers organized and assembled to support our candidates you know i think that fundraising for the party should be a byproduct yeah. of how well we're running sometimes candidates or or chairs like their biggest focus is fundraising, fundraising. That's mm -hmm. that's what you exist for. And I actually disagree. I think you could raise a million dollars for the party right now and make no difference and, and not move the needle unless you have priorities. So the money that comes in are only as good as the initiatives going to be spent on. So exactly. anyway, I really want to take a business approach, restructure ourselves internally, refocus on the things that matter and be able to actually support our candidates in the areas that they need. Right. Thank you for that answer. Um, now I want to ask you is, you kind of touched on what we can do better as a party, as the Utah State Republican Party. I want to ask you what differentiates us from other states in terms of, like, what's what's unique about our party? Yeah, I mean, we are very unique in this in the way that we operate our grassroots system. I mean, having a caucus and convention system is actually not really heard of around the country. Um, when when <laughs> We actually had the RNC come out and when they found out like how we operate with conventions and delegates and they're, they're just blown away at the involvement that we, the potential, and I say that the potential of how we elect our candidates. So that's what's unique. Um, unfortunately, that's eroding away um, because we have, you know, alternate pathways to the primary. And uh, and so really we we should look at what we have and be grateful for it not take it for granted and make it even better so we never lose it. Right. Um, so now you kind of already touched on this a little bit, but I want to ask you, um, coming up next year, the 2024 elections, huge elections all around the country from presidential to um, 
Congress to here in Utah, our governor to just other. It's, it's like 2024. I like to call it like the trifecta. You know, you've got presidential yeah. and this does happen. You know, it, we, we, we see these elections happen um, every four years. And it's like yeah. we get a, a governor, we get a senator and we've got a, a, a president. And it's like right. one of the coolest and most involved elections that we can be involved with. Exactly. So that's why I want to ask you, um, what specifically are your goals when it comes to next year? In, in running the party, getting the right candidates, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I've been talking to hundreds of delegates just, you know, over the course of the last couple of weeks. And, you know, the questions that always come up is, you know, how are you going to get rid of these people? How are you going to focus and support on these people? How, and really what I look at as a chair is I go, listen, we are in business to facilitate an avenue to be able to get and recruit and educate some of the best candidates that will represent our platform. And so the question really is how, how are you going to do that? It's like, well, we have to be organized, like I've already mentioned, but we have to center all of our efforts around our platform. We don't educate our platform enough. I mean, our platform stands on its own. And sometimes our candidates, they develop their strategy and their, I guess they're they're running based off of hot topics of the day or the week or the month or the year. And I wish that we could actually take candidates and, and, and actually look at our platform and develop their running off of our platform all the time. And so all I care about and what we should care about as a party is that we are electing candidates that actually represent um, and support our platform and our principles as a party. So I don't want to, reflect on who that is and who that's not i think it's very clear what our party has uh yeah. it, it, they're very vocal about that but i just want to make sure that we have a fair um process one that allows everybody the opportunity to come through but we should be doing the very best we can to getting our platform as the center of these uh of recruiting our candidates and and let the process play out let the delegates get involved let them vote and uh, and then at the end of the day, let's support our nominees and get right. them elected, you know. Right. Well, thank you for that answer. Next year is going to be crazy for. <laughs> well, it's it's that much more important, Chase, that we, you know, people are like, why are you running? I, we need to hit the ground running. I yeah. mean, it can take a chair a good six months just to figure out, you know, to orient themselves on what they need to even do. Yeah. And I'll tell you that that we don't have six months. Caucus night is just around the corner. And uh, we have to learn from some of the things we didn't do two years ago. And we yeah. need to make sure that we are focusing our energy on getting the, the attendance and getting people involved in our grassroots process. Again, we, we can't just say we have this system if we're not actually utilizing it. And we just need right. to utilize it better. Right. Thank you for that answer. Now I want to kind of talk about something that me and you have kind of talked about just a little bit through text. But as a young conservative, it's really important for um, people like me to get involved and, and, you know, speak up. So I want to ask you, what, how, what will you do to get the next generation, younger conservatives, young people motivated to vote, speak up, things like that? Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't hurt that I am one of those, right? Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the day, I think that's important because you, you need to be relatable, I think that's number one thing, right? If, if we're not relatable, um, it's going to be hard to attract those people. 
Um, I'm, I'm very grateful for the support. I mean, not only on my campaign, do I have so many of our young uh, leaders and re young Republicans and, you know, I, I have support from our, our young, uh, our Utah young Republicans as well. And I think those carry forward. We need to, I think how we have to look at it is different than it's been looked at. I feel like the young generation that want to get involved are, are utilized in capacities of just volunteering. Oh, we have an event. Let's get the young Republicans to come and support us or come in. That's great. But yeah. what we have to shift our mindset to is no, no, no. They are much more than just someone that will go hand out flyers and yeah. greet people at a door. Our young people are the next leaders. What are we doing to develop them to actually run, to actually be involved? So we should look at them as, yes, getting involved is great, but we should actually take it to a whole new step and a whole new level and get them elected and get them right. leading our, our state. Um, again, I think that there's a lot we can do as a party. I don't think we were... I think that we're a little behind the game when it comes to social media and it comes to all of the things that that do matter to get them kind of engaged in yeah. issues. And um, we're doing a very bad job at educating our young generation. Um, yeah. you're, I mean, I'll just ask you this question, not to to flip it on you, but, you know, do you feel like the state party that that there has been something that has educated you and directed to you that has gotten you going, gosh, yes, I love this. Um, I mean, have you have you seen that in your involvement? No, not with the state party. No. And that's one thing that I've kind of been wanting a change with, um, because, you know, I see their posts, I see your posts and, you know, stuff through. But it's not like you said, relatable. It's just it's mostly just kind of there's this event or, you know, the convention's coming up or stuff like this. Um, when, like you said, they're not taking an approach to educate the youth, which is, I, I think, like you said, super important because education determines how you think really if you're educated one way you're going to think that way if you're educated another way you're going to think that way well chase we're at the end of the day we're letting other people educate on our own platform for us and i'll tell you it's not in our favor and it's not and it's and it's manipulating what our platform actually is right somebody asked me okay you you want to educate on the platform give me one good example i was like oh a great example is that you know we believe in in individual rights and and sovereign rights and 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 less federal overreach and guess what we allow the democratic party we allow the government to say hey you know what student loan forgiveness is an amazing thing and and you know what it sounds great right as a student yeah. it's like that is awesome and but then we look at it and go wait a minute wait a minute what they're promoting is is federal dependency Right. and lack of accountability and responsibility and we have to change that narrative and we and it's in our platform that's the reality is our platform stands on its own let's piece these things out let's educate them appropriately so when these issues come up they're more educated to think for themselves and i think that's going to draw them to our party more exactly and i like to tell a lot of people is what the democrats and um opposing parties like to what their agenda is basically looks really good to somebody who's uneducated and doesn't know much of what they're talking about. But once you start educating yourself and really understanding what they're trying to push, you finally realize, okay, that's, this doesn't go along with my beliefs or values or whatever. So. I mean, all it takes, like I said, we, we do a good job at, at, you know, 
the party typically attracts older people as they go through life experience. They're going, oh, wow, these things actually affect me. And they usually yeah. shift shift more to the conservative side. Right. The question right. is, how do we get the younger people to realize that without actually having to go through those experiences, right? Of taxes, food tax, yeah. property tax, all of these things that you look at your paycheck and all the work that you do and you go, where did all my money go? And it's like, how do we do that before you have to go through those hard times? Yeah. You know, we always say that it's better to learn from somebody else's mistakes than to go through your own mistakes to learn. And so we just, we need to be at the forefront of this. And unfortunately we're allowing too many other people and outside organizations do this job for us. Right. I completely agree. Thank you for that answer. And I just have one more question for you. Um, and it's a really just broad question. Uh, what is your message to to Utah, to the delegates, to you, everyday Utahns? What is your message? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's very clear that as a party, we have to be better and we have to do better. Um, what I what I mean by that is that we we are a very diverse party right. and we're diverse in thought and we're never going to always agree on everything. We're just not. But the best thing that will unify us and bring us together is an understanding of our platform and our principles. And all I would ask is take take a minute, read our platform. This is not just a charge to our young people. This isn't just a charge to to our, you know, anybody else. This is even a charge to our, our sitting representatives. If you haven't taken a, a, a step back to read our platform, you should do it. Um, it's It really is indisputable in a lot of areas and it's actually inspiring. Um, with that said, we need more people involved. If we're gonna keep the things that we have that we are unique for, and that is our grassroots system, we need involvement. We can't just sit back and think that things are going to work for themselves and, and, and just work on their own. We need people to not just register. We need people to then take it to the next level. Get involved in a campaign. Get involved in your local caucus. Get involved as a delegate. Um, be part of the, the, the change for educating. You know, all of this is not just going to be done on its own. And so... You know, what I would say is thank you to those that are, thanks to those that have been involved, but we need more. It's, I don't want to sound greedy, but we need, we need more involvement because we're going to better represent our party and our values and Utah if we have more people involved and better representation. Well, I couldn't agree more with that message. And I want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. So thank you so much. Chase, thanks so much. And thanks for all you do. Uh, this is uh, very impressive to see. And, um, you know, I think you're leading the way for for the the next generation. And we, we just got to get more people like you out there and and uh, let people hear your message more. So thank you. And, so I, much. and I look forward to hopefully helping facilitate that even more down the road. Yeah, thank you so much. And I just want to say thank you for what you've done and, th and good best of luck in the race. Uh, thanks, Chase. Yep. Good luck. We'll, we'll see, see you. Bye.